Today, I want to welcome you to another episode of Money Matters Top Tips for Success, where I bring on business owners, entrepreneurs, and executives and have them share their top tips for success with you. My name is Adam Torres. You can follow me on Instagram, Ask Adam Torres, to keep up with my book releases, uh, book tour, signing schedule, all that great stuff. Love to connect with you there. And as always, if you'd like to apply to become a co-author of one of my upcoming books, just head on over to my website, moneymatterstoptips.com, and click on Become an Author to Apply. Uh, today, I got Bradley Smotherman on the line today. He is the CEO of Southern, of American Community Investment. Uh, Bradley, welcome to the show. Adam, great to be with you. So I can see you have really extensive experience in uh, in, in real estate and investing in real estate, and we're gonna we're gonna get into that because I definitely know a lot of the listeners um, that that's, that's well within their wheelhouse of either what they're interested in doing or what they're currently pursuing and looking to learn more about. Um, but before we do that, let's just start with your background. How did you get started as an entrepreneur? Um, what inspired you? Well, I, I've really, I guess, always been an entrepreneur. I was thinking today, I guess my first business, I was five years old and decided to be a private investigator. You know, people aren't itching to, to hire five-year-old private investigators, but <laughs> it's just always kind of been in my blood. And uh, my family was in farming and agri- agriculture, and so one of the best things that I saw was someone not go to a job every day. But uh, I got involved in real estate when I was 18. I got my real estate license. I sold real estate all through college, got my undergraduate degree in accounting. I went into tax for a short time. I realized that wasn't in my wheelhouse as far as my personality. And, and so I went back into to, to real estate. And so I, I retired my license in 2010 just to do investment. I've been investing ever since. Wow. Uh, so, what kind of advice would you give to the uh, to the new the new the new grad or the person that's considering getting into real estate and they just don't know quite how? Yeah, and I would say that if there's intention and there's real commitment, there's always a way. So, if someone is interested in real estate, you know, now mind you, whenever I started, I, I didn't have any money to invest. I, my credit was tied up in my my first house that my wife and I owned. So. Um, many people would say that the the cards were, were kind of stacked against me, but that wasn't the case at all because I made a diehard commitment to to be an investor. And so with that, I would say if you're a younger person or even an older person thinking about getting into real estate, there's always a way. So um, I think I would tell someone to really decide what – because real estate is a really wide asset class, so you could have you know commercial or residential, and with it, either you have rentals and notes and flips and – you know, all of these different ways that you can invest, decide what you want to do first and then find a mentor because I think mentors really cut down on the learning curve. And from there, you can really, really make waves in that industry. Can you talk more about how mentorship played an important role in your life? Because a lot of people say find a mentor, but then, and, and they're, you know, they, they express the, the um, you know, how important it is. And I agree with it completely, but can you give some examples of how mentorship helped you? So I think that um, the main thing that mentors do is they cut down the learning curve. So like I've kind of mentioned, real estate is a really wide asset class, and it's also a very wide and deep knowledge base. So if you're in real estate for any amount of time, you're going to learn about contract law and title and construction and architecture, structural issues, engineering, all of these things. Well, if you have someone that's already been down that road, they know the path, and they can take you down that road a lot faster. So not only are you saving a lot of time, but you're saving a lot of money because you can figure it out on your own. But, you know, it's like what they say, if you think education is expensive, try ignorance. Man, there's nothing more true there. So I could not have accomplished nearly what I have in the amount of time that I've done it 
had I not had the mentors to kind of guide me that way. No, that's great. And I, I mean, I tell people that all the time. I mean, it, it, it saves so much money, especially in real estate. I mean, in some other businesses, maybe that, uh, you know, um, you, you might be able to get away with it and still survive. But in real estate, I mean, come on. <laughs> like it's so, there's so much at risk and it's so difficult to put together a deal. And once you're done with it, you need to make sure that, it, that you, you, you pursue the right thing at the right terms or, you know, it's, it's not like you can just get out of it. <laughs> yeah, it's far more important to not do a bad deal than it is to do a good deal. 100%. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, are there any trends you're noticing right now in your industry? Well, things are always changing. You know, the, the mortgage world's always changing. Finance always, is always changing. Uh, a couple of things that we're seeing in the market, we're seeing the market really begin to stabilize when it comes to price. And I think that that's probably a good thing. Now I'm talking nationally. We are seeing dips in certain markets like Seattle, DFW, Dallas-Fort Worth. Uh, we're seeing dips in those markets when it comes to price, but nationally we're seeing stabilization, and we've come up so far so fast in the past six or seven years since the recession that it's really probably a good thing because I just don't think that the trage- trajectory that we were on is sustainable. But uh, the industry is, I-, I think, a pretty safe industry. It's a whole industry, and we're doing very well in it. That's great. Um, let's transition a bit. I want to talk more about American community investment. So what kind of clients are you helping, and uh, how do you help them? So I would say that that, that's really two separate people. So we have sellers that need to sell property very quickly. So generally these are people that they're behind on payments or uh, they're in a divorce or they've inherited something they don't want or various other things, but they have a life issue to where they're willing to give up the equity position or at least part or most of it in order to have finality of the sale. So whenever we as an investor come in to buy a property, now, there's no inspection periods. There's no repairs that the seller has to make. We're coming in and we're buying. And so there's two different people that we help. We help the seller, but then because we're offering a lot of our houses with owner financing, so non-traditional mortgage financing, then we're helping buyers with home ownership as well. So these are people that generally cannot get a traditional mortgage. Either they have a credit score issue or they have uh, a difficult time proving income because being self-employed. You know, it's a little bit more difficult with traditional mortgage underwriting, and so we're helping those people own homes as well. So the, I would say those are the two main people that we're helping. Are there any particular markets that you're focusing on now um, versus others? I wouldn't say that there's markets that we focus on. I would say that there are, are, are markets that we're a little bit more hesitant to get into, and there's various reasons for that. I mean, some of it would be uh, political, some of it would be um, that the median price is a little bit higher of a price point than what we want to play in. So, you know, if something gets over half a million or $600,000, it's just really not what we're used to because based in Nashville, you know, our, our average price is right around half of that right now. So um, I wouldn't say that there's any market that we wouldn't go into because one of my uh, mottos is anything works at a price but it just may have to be kind of a ridiculous price in some markets. There's not markets that we're really wanting to stay away from. Uh, There are markets we're wanting to stay away from a little bit more than markets we're really shooting for. Got it. Um, And so what's next for uh, American Community Investment? What's next for you plans for the company? You know, that's a great question. And I don't know that I have a great answer for that because we're having so much fun in what we're doing. We're, We're being We're having a lot of success in what we're doing, and I think for now, at least, we're going to continue on the route that we are, um, which is, you know, predominantly buying a house and creating financing, selling with owner financing. So, you know, we're we're as much in the note business as we are in the real estate business, and that's kind of a different topic. But, um, you know, I've I've looked at different asset classes. I've looked at 
you know, commercial strips and mobile home parks and uh, self-storage and all this, I can't find anything that matches the yield that we're getting. Yeah, and let's um, – I know you touched on it briefly, but I think I, I want to bring it back up. Let's talk a little bit more about specialization because um, I find that is one of the big errors that um, newbies make is they might collect uh, a storage unit, a single-family apartment complex, and, and they have this portfolio that just doesn't really allow them to gain real expertise. Um, sure. Can you talk a little bit more about specialization? Sure. I think specialization is important when you're starting. Okay, mm -hmm. so we're we're niched out, so we know a, a whole whole lot about a very little bit. Okay, and that's buying with equity and then selling with owner financing. You know, I'm not going to be a great multifamily owner or storage self storage owner or whatever, and uh, but I do see the idea of specialization versus diversification. So you know, portfolio theory says you know diversify out the risk and own multiple assets and multiple asset classes, and I think that there's some truth to that, but I think at least for me, it's like, let's make the wealth in what we know. And then if we want to preserve wealth in different things, then we can diversify out. But right now, we're, we're, we're down to the niche. Yeah, and in terms of portfolio theory and applying that, definitely uh, easier in, the, uh, in, a, in markets that are more efficient, like the stock market. But when you're talking real estate, it's such a highly inefficient market. Um, that that's where specialization can actually give you an advantage. Once upon a time, you know, we go back quite a while in the stock market before it was mainstream. Um, we go back a long time, right, pre-70s or even before that. Um, then special, specializing in a particular sector in stock had its benefits. Um, now, though, with more efficient markets, um, portfolio theory may still ring true there, but with real estate, it's inefficient. It's going to continue to be inefficient. It's a lot, lot more emotionally driven, a lot more um, – it can, can be driven by life event and circumstance, as you mentioned. Uh, so there's just so much more opportunity there. So that specialization piece I found it to be so important because then you will actually have the expertise to see when – something is inefficiently priced or there's a real value add there versus um, do I just need another a, a higher percentage in another sector like a uh, like in, a, in like maybe a stock portfolio and that's absolutely right and it's one of the main reasons we're able to buy equities because real estate is illiquid you know where stock is not I and mean, you can you know sell stock by the end of the day real estate's generally not that way and because of that and people having life circumstances to where they need to sell, so we're able to buy equity in exchange for them having finality of the sale, which is something I've already touched on. But, I mean, part of the, the inefficiency of the market is the reason why real estate works the way that we do. Absolutely. Um, so, Bradley, uh, what's the best way if somebody's listening to this, they want to know more about uh, American Community Investment, what's the best way for them to either reach you or your company? Yeah, so for those inclined to have a podcast, Investor Creator, where we talk about my favorite topic, which is real estate, and you guys uh, – are doing my wife a favor if you listen to that because it gives me the, the opportunity to talk about real estate to people. That's not my wife. So she's been listening to this for like 15 years now. She's kind of over it at this point, but I, I still love to talk about it. So I have my podcast. You can find me at bradsmotherman.com. And also for those inclined, you can add me as a friend on Facebook. I, I love new friends that want to talk about real estate. So add me there and, and we can talk shop. That's awesome, Bradley. Well, hey, I really appreciate you coming on the show today. Um, and to the listeners, as always, thank you for your time. Don't forget to subscribe to the podcast. Uh, leave me a review. Do all that great stuff we uh, do to support our podcasters. I appreciate it. And thanks again, Bradley. Have a wonderful day.